0: Hi, folks. This is Alan Watts, and we're Cutting Through the Matrix on the 27th of April 2010. I always suggest that newcomers look into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com website. You'll find hundreds of hours of talks I've given in the past, which you can download for free. Bookmark all the other sites you'll see listed there, the official sites I have, for future use. And also, remember, if you want transcripts of these talks, you can go into alanwattsentinel.eu, which is also listed on the front page, and download the transcripts and choose from the various languages of Europe. Uh, for those who want to buy the books and discs, CDs, DVDs, I have it listed on my site. Remember, from the U.S. to Canada, you can use personal checks. You can also use an international postal money order from your post office. Moneygram, Western, Union, Cash, or PayPal. You'll see a, a donation button for PayPal there. Just send me the appropriate donation and a separate email with your name and address and I'll get it shipped out to you. Same across the rest of the world, remember. You can use PayPal for ordering or donating. You can use Moneygram, Western, Union, or Cash. It's up to you. And lots of folk get disburned to them and passed to them. They don't use them on their, they don't use computers. They Play them on a CD players, You can get in touch with me at Alan Watt W A T T Site Forty One Box Four Esther, Estaire E S T A I R E Ontario Canada, and the postal code is P for Peter, the number three E for Elizabeth, the number four N for Nora, and the number one P three E four N one. Now, some of you noticed that uh, not all the sites were up last night. It's because it's time that Net, the the satellite company I go through, uh, that's also owned by Telsat, which rents space from Hughes Satellite Corporation, uh, this is April, and this is when they punish you and try to get you up to a higher, pay more money to get a higher speed. Well, I've never had the speed I've been paying for already since I've got the thing, so I, I, I ain't going that way. And the, last night they kept breaking my feed, all the time, every five minutes, breaking the feed. This is common with them, common practice. And I've been through the rigmarole with them so many times that when I got, all, got on the phone to a, a live person last night and again today, I just cut to the chase and said, let's not test this and test that. Let's just take for granted you got me on a lock and they'll have you on a lock roll over. Supposedly, this, this guy told me today, if anybody who's considering getting Explorer now, you're allowed 20 megabytes per hour upload. This is brand new to me. I've never heard that one before. That'd be not so bad actually if I could even get that. But you don't, and it doesn't matter if you haven't used the thing all weekends or for a few days or whatever. Uh, apparently this is how it kicks in. But last night when I turned on the computer for the first time in the day to upload, uh, it was crawling from the get go. I was, I was getting twice dial-up speed. So for those, as I say, who are thinking of getting net, think twice because they really play a lot of games with you. They saturate an area with advertising. And this is from their official uh, um, investors uh, meeting from L.A., someone who attended it for me and uh, told me all about it. They show you a graph for investors that spikes up to a high peak. That's all the guys coming in an area through advertising and buying their satellites and so on. Once they've got it saturated, it sharply drops off like the, the hockey stick in reverse, right down the way. And when the guy asked, what is that? Well, they told him, uh, that's when we cut back the bandwidth because there's too many folks sharing it now. They only allocate so much bandwidth per area. Well, they don't tell you any of that, of course, on their advertising flyers, they're wonderful flyers, get high speed. Instead, you have to go through this rigmarole of speed tests and nonsense that prove nothing to you except you're being tampered with. So hopefully I'll get last night's show up tonight, maybe if they'll, they'll deign to give me the speed. And to make sure as well. Back after these messages. Hi folks, I am Alan Ward and we're cutting for the Matrix. Excuse the the throat there, but this is, the spraying in this area is phenomenal. It's one of the worst sprayed areas because I'm right at the, the loop where the jet stream in this particular area comes up through the states into Ontario loops right where I am and they doze right over me and it takes it all down to uh, Buffalo and New York states. That's how they use it as a carrying area, a long carrying area, a lot of dispersion and they really soak you and They've been doing this for years now. Ninety-eight is when they did it pretty well, continuously, in Ontario. And uh, they've been testing this stuff out on and off since the 50s, actually, in parts of Europe and uh, the U.S., uh, more so in the U.S., in fact, through the 70s and 80s. And they decided to go ahead with it. And it's so amazing, again, because we're supposed to be really, well, dumb and stupid at the bottom, the general public, kept in the dark, as I say, like mushrooms, and uh, we see these news releases being given out every so often uh, to the general public. It still keeps us in the dark because they never give you the quite, quite the truth. Here's an article here. It's from the Sovereign Independent. And it says here, uh, members of parliament urge governments to, to prepare for geoengineering options. So here they're telling them to get prepared for something they've been doing steadily for 10, 12 years now. And this is April the 27th, it says, The small-scale geoengineering projects already underway, MPs have warned governments must work on the necessary regulatory framework. So we know that's already been done on a much higher level, obviously, and these guys are out of the picture, they're out of the loop. Either that is to get the public ready for the idea of it coming, even though it's already been done. It says, a parliamentary select committee of members of parliament warned yesterday that the groundwork for regulating geoengineering projects must start now. Uh, the House of Commons Science and Technology Committee has claimed that hesitation may mean multilateral agreement on an international legislative framework is not reached before the impact of dangerous climate change is felt. Uh, This is a beautiful con. The whole thing in climate change and and the warming stuff has been so disproven, but it's a mandate. It won't change uh, reality, and reality will have nothing to do with it. It's a whole new economy based on carbon taxes and changing you from a consumer society into a fee-paying society. You'll pay a fee and a penalty for everything you consume or purchase or need, in fact. He was on to say, and the committee published the findings of an inquiry undertaken as part of a unique collaboration with its equivalent body in the U.S. House of Representatives on the same day that, that the chair Phil Willis gave evidence to the U.S. committee via a, a video link. Speaking ahead of the U.S. hearing, Willis said, what better subject than geoengineering? international collaboration is essential if we are to explore and understand fully its potential to provide the, the backdrop to a first-of-its-kind collaboration between the UK and US scrutiny committees. And then they go on to talk about the, the possible fallouts on society. Or, or actually, they try to get away from people because they know, they know already what the effects are in the last 12 years. They know that lots of folk, young and elderly, have died uh, with incredible bronchial problems, for a start. They know that allergies to everything is increasing incredibly. They know that the immune system of the human body is is almost non-existent now. And the aluminum oxide that they use amongst the barium and other things destroys your immune systems. They know all this stuff. They all know all this stuff. And obviously they must have had international meetings long before 98, when they first started spraying daily. Obviously. So that's how they, they present this to the public, as I say. Through basic handouts And then you go into Now keep in mind too You've got this big depopulation agenda on the go From the World Health Organization Constantly screaming There's too many people And it's uh, other parts across the corridors of power The UN building uh, The Department of Population It used to be called Population Control Let's call it Population now And their main object has been, over the many years, is to basically sterilize as many folk in the third world countries as they possibly could. But now, of course, they're taking their attention to the Western countries as well. Because, you see, we're all in it together. That's a global society. doesn't matter how you've regulated your own population, and people are really good. They've been awfully good. They have no more than 1.5 children each. Uh, It doesn't matter, you see. Now you need immigrants flooding the country to pay off the national debt, as Maggie Thatcher said when she was in power, and others have said it since. And they'll actually eventually use the same uh, argument in the US with the massive immigration from uh, Latin America coming up through. So we're all in it together. You see, the the elitists and the globalists have no favourite populations. They don't have any favourites at all. They have favourites at certain periods in time for war and that, and they found that the... The, the people in the Western countries were awfully good for, for creating wars and go off and fighting and kill, they'd kill whoever they were told to kill. It didn't really matter much. They're still doing it uh, from Britain, the U.S., and a few countries, in Afghanistan and Iraq. But uh, outside of that, really, and our ability to be good eight to five workers or whatever they give us, uh, we don't have much purpose in the upcoming new order because, you see, we're now a consumer society. We don't produce anything. China produces everything for the planet If you haven't noticed And that was all set up by those Who already own the West I'm talking about the big bankers, international ones I mentioned the other night too About the, the scam with the flu shots We know darn well that the sterility is, is increasing dramatically We know that people are coming down With all kinds of diseases and ailments That they never had before Never mind the autism uh, problem too and I mentioned briefly the other night there on Australia. Uh, but I never had time to actually read the article, so I'll read it now. And it's from The Telegraph. It says, dozens of Australian children fall ill from flu vaccine. Doctors across Australia have been ordered to stop giving young children the seasonal flu vaccine after 44 children fell ill hours after being immunized. And it's a lot more now since this was written. That was the 23rd of April. Uh, it says... um the otherwise healthy children, all aged under five, suffered fevers, vomiting, and febrile convulsions convulsions after receiving the vaccination. More than 20 were admitted to hospital, and at least one child is seriously ill. Jim Bishop, the country's chief medical officer, said he was suspending vaccinations for under fives as a precautionary measure. You can see this is an intelligent man, eh? Uh, what's happening? Well, you see, they're getting uh, febrile seizures and so on. Oh, maybe we should use a precautionary measure, and maybe stop giving it for a little while. He said that the children who had received the vaccine in the last 24 hours should be monitored closely by their parents. Oh, this guy is a genius! He's a genius. Yeah. And um, he says, now he, he, goes on, he goes on to show how much of a genius he is too. He says, uh, until we know more, uh, we suggested that we don't use that seasonal flu vaccine for the moment in children under five. He told the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. I'm advising all doctors today not to use it until we know a bit more. Well, if it's bringing them down now, uh, that's all you need to know. See? You just don't start after a week or so with the same stuff, obviously. It says that this may be part of the normal pattern once we see the whole picture. So that's normal for all these children to get febrile conditions, you know, and, and, and start going, having seizures and stuff. That's quite normal. Uh, once we see the whole picture, or maybe more than we would expect. Therefore, I just think it's wise and precautionary not to use it in children under five. That's to keep the lawsuits from, from flooding in, you see. And, and then it goes on to something else that's happened because there's deaths there now too, you see. And they hate that. That gets in the paper, especially children. It always gets the public kind of annoyed for a a couple of seconds before they're distracted by some porn or something on the side of the page. But this is uh, April 25th, and it's from the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Police investigate girls' girl's death after flu vaccine shot. A two-year-old girl from Upper Mount Gravit died earlier this month, the day after she was immunised. The death of a two-year-old girl from Brisbane who received the seasonal flu vaccine will be referred to the Queensland coroner. There'll, no, there'll be other ones apart from that, but now Police are preparing a report after the girl died there died this month. She'd been immunised the day before. They keep saying the same things over and over. Concerns over adverse reactions prompted authorities last week to temporarily ban the seasonal flu vaccine for children under five. And uh, that's all they give to you at uh, the moment. On that particular topic As they go through their panic and damage control As of course they will And people will never really get it, you see It's hard to imagine Because we've all been conditioned and trained From countless uh, TV drama series From Dr. Kildare onwards uh, Up to Emergency Ward 10 And yada yada yada. All these fictional, dramatic shows they put on there How wonderful medicine is and how everyone's so concerned about your health, and they can't sleep at night, just like lawyers when they're trying to defend someone, they can't sleep at night on these dramas until they find the cause of that patient's problem. You know, that's how it's drummed into us. And that white coat uh, becomes some sort of uh, godlike symbol, like a halo around an angel's head. That's how we're conditioned by the big pharma companies that runs all of it. And therefore when they say we're here to help you, it, it doesn't cross the person's mind. There could be a, an alternative reason for pumping your children full of shots. Even though Big Pharma is part of the military industrial complex. I don't know if people really realize that, but they are part of the military industrial complex. They work hand in glove. They worked hand in glove in World War II to find diseases to kill off your enemy and your enemy's food stock, cattle, and so on. They found ways to to bring down the populations in a protracted war where the offsprings would be weaker and sicker than the parents would be. They found ways to sterilize the offspring if it's going to be a 20-year protracted war, stuff like that. Yep, they did. They've got the most advanced uh, equipment on the go. They deal with highly contagious diseases. They work and create new types of diseases. They work with the military industrial complex. It's time you started to wisen up and stop going to these white haired, uh, white coated angels of mercy. Think for yourselves. Back after this break. Hi folks, I am Alan Watt and we're cutting through the matrix. Uh, through the matrix, is really going through layers of deception, you see, trying to get into, uh, get out of the matrix, in fact, get above it all so you can see from, the, from up there and looking down on it, because when you're inside it, you've been conditioned to only see the little Plato's cave that's been laid out for you to live in. And that's generally what the media is there for, to keep you in that cave. It's interesting when you look at the big think tanks the work for the military and uh, for the Department of Defense. And these guys don't have to mince around and uh, pretend to the public. They take facts as they really are, the way the media should be doing it. But it's not their job to, to, to tell you facts as they really are. The media's job is to keep you living in a cocoon of fantasy as you're managed intergenerationally into uh, the big plan, the great work the Huxleyan world that they're going to bring in, you see, depopulated society, a kind of a pharma, drug society, implanted society, and eventually a genetically modified generation they will be awfully well behaved and very obedient, you see. Up until now, they've used injections, inoculations, and food and water, and Huxley himself and, and Bertrand Russell both said they'd use the needle to get a compliant society. I've read from their own books on the air, Julian Huxley especially, who was the the first CEO of UNESCO for the United Nations, that wonderful body of people who dish out food, supposedly, across the planet. At least that's what you think. But it's all to do with bringing down populations to a manageable level in a post-industrial consumer society, actually a service economy. And I've tried various means to bring it down. The food is definitely one that's weaponized food, so you cannot uh, modify the food without it being weaponized. You can't live for thousands, maybe millions of years on particular foods and have it all genetically modified. And your body's supposed to adapt to it right away. It doesn't work that way. And then they know this too. They know this too. But before I go on to it, soya and other things here, it is the FDA shuts down common infant vaccine after a startling, startling discovery. Startling it was. And that was April 17th from Dr. Mercola. I've read it before, but I'll just touch on it again. U.S. federal authorities recommended that doctors suspend using Rotorix, one of the two vaccines licensed in the U.S. against rotavirus, seeing the vaccine is contaminated with material from a pig virus, CNN reports. The Rotaryx vaccine, which is made by GlaxoSmithKline and was approved by the FDA in 2008, has already been given to about 1 million US children along with 30 million worldwide. The vaccine was found to contain DNA from porcine circovirus 1. The FDA learned about the contamination after an academic research team, a separate research team from the company, right? Now the company's with the latest of everything. Believe you me, but either a separate research team found this out. Using a novel technique to look for viruses and a range of vaccines found, the material in Glasgow Smith's Klein product told the company, FDA Commissioner Dr. Margaret Hamburg told the CNN, uh, 1 million U.S. children, about 30 million worldwide, have already received uh smith Rotorix vaccine. Now, a research team has discovered its... well it's just repeating itself. What is pig DNA uh, doing in a vaccine intended to prevent rotavirus disease, which causes severe diarrhea and dehydration? Now, most children will get that, and you get over it without any. We've, we've survived this long without it. But again, it's big money for pharma, and of course, there's always uh, alternative reasons. It says it's anybody's guess, though, CNN reported that glasso smith detected the substance in the cell bank and the seed used to make the vaccine, suggesting its presence from the early stages of vaccine devel- development. It is actually common for vaccines to contain various animal matter, including foreign animal tissues containing genetic materials such as DNA and RNA, but even FDA Commissioner Dr Margaret Hamburg told CNN if pig virus and DNA should not be in this vaccine product, and we want to understand how it got there. It's not an easy call, and we spent many long hours debating the pros and cons, but because we have an alternative product, and because the background rates of this disease are not so severe in this country, in other words, why is it getting used at all? We felt that the judicious thing to do was to have a pause, to take really, or to ask the critical questions about what this material was doing in the vaccine and how it got there. And so they go through uh, the, the, the company that makes it, who's just totally bamboozled with all the, the top-of-the-notch stuff and equipment, etc., uh, one of the richest companies on the planet, and they're just astonished that uh, the stuff's in it there, and I do a separate investigation to find it. Yeah. What they use, it says, Using the new technology to test eight infectious attenuated viral vaccines, the, result, the results showed three of the vaccines contained unexpected viral sequences. A measles vaccine was found to contain low levels of the retrovirus avian Leucosis virus. Rotatech Merck's rotavirus vaccine was found to contain a virus similar to simian monkey retrovirus. It's a wonderful thing you have. Uh, Rotarix GlaxoSmithKline's Smith's Rotarix vaccine was found to contain significant levels of porcine circovirus 1. So in their test, nearly 40% of the vaccines they tested contained viral contaminants. The implication of these findings on the lead safety of the vaccine supply remains to be seen. Oh yeah, you'll see it with, the, with the, the health of the children, won't you? But we'll never publish that, I wonder. But clearly there is contamination occurring that was a complete surprise to researchers, health officials and vaccine manufacturers alike. Well, for those who've been following this industry for many, many, many years, it's no surprise to us. Just the experts, always. Back with more after these messages. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. This is Alan Watt. We're cutting through the matrix. You know, what I try to get people to do is to become at least indignant, at least indignant. That shows you you, there's a hope for you somewhere. You're not completely dead. You're not completely dumbed down with all the the attacks that have been put into your system, into your bodies, and your conditioning by the system. If you can get slightly indignant about something, uh, and unfortunately people don't unless it happens to them or one of their own children or something. That's the unfortunate thing about human beings, which the big boys know, of course. But if you could be indignant for other people at the same time, you're actually saving yourselves down the road. You understand? Now, here's another article, one of the many over the years on modified soy. That was one of the first things they modified. These wonderful scientists that work for Monsanto that, that is part of the military-industrial complex involved with Agent Orange and all the other stuff, all the wonderful goodies they've brought to planet Earth. And this is from April the 20th. Uh, Jeffrey Smith from Huffington Post It says, genetically modified soy linked to sterility and infant mortality. It just repeats what's what's been known before. It says here, the study was just routine, said Russian biologist Alexov V. Surov, in what could end up as the understatement of the century. Surov and his colleagues set out to discover if Monsanto's genetically modified soy, grown in 91% of U.S. soybean fields, leads to problems in growth or reproduction. What he's covered meet up roots, a multi-billion dollar industry. I'll never do that because this has been proven before by others. After feeding hamsters for two years over three generations, those on the GM diet, and especially the group on maximum GM soy diet, showed devastating results. By the third generation, most GM soy-fed hamsters lost the ability to have babies. They also suffered slower growth and a high mortality rate among the pups. Now, same with inoculations. They they, they 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 can do so much on the person who gets the inoculation, on the first child, they become less sterile. But with the second and third offspring, they're generally totally sterile. And now it's the same thing with the the soy and many other foods, by the way, that they're modified. That's not a coincidence. That's called depopulation and sterilizing the population as per the agenda. It says, and if this isn't shocking enough, some in the third generation even have hair growing inside their mouths, a phenomenon rarely seen but apparently more prevalent amongst hamsters eating GM soy. The study, jointly conducted by Surov's Institute of Ecology and Evolution of the Russian Academy of Sciences and the National Association for Gene Security, is expected to be published in three months, July 2010. So the technical details will have to wait, but Surov sketched out the basic setup for me in an email. He used Campbell hamsters with a fast reproduction rate divided into four groups. All were fed a normal diet, but one without any soy, Another had non-GM soy, a third used GM soy, and a fourth contained a higher amount of GM soy. They used five pairs of hamsters per group, each of which produced seven to eight litters, totally 140 animals in all. Surov told The Voice of Russia, Originally everything went smoothly, however we noticed quite a serious effect when we selected new pairs from their cubs and continued to feed them as before. These pairs' growth rate was slower and reached the sexual maturity slowly. That's happening in men now, by the way. He selected new pairs from each group, which generated another 39 litters. There were 52 pups born at the control group and 78 to the non-GM soy group. In the GM soy group, however, only 40 pups were born, and of these, 25% died. This was a fivefold higher death rate than the five percent seen among the controls. Of the hamsters that ate high GM soy content, only a single female hamster gave birth. She had sixteen pups and about twenty percent died. Surov said the low numbers in F two, the third generation showed that many animals were sterile. That's that's the goal, folks. That's the goal, apart from killing you as well, it's the goal. The published paper will also include a measurement of organ size for the third-generation animals, including testes, spleen, uterus, etc. And if the team can raise sufficient funds, they'll also analyse hormone levels and collected blood samples. Now, the hair growing in the mouth has actually been observed in people, by the way. does isn't it in this article here. Earlier this year, Searov co-authored a paper in Daclodi Biological Sciences showing that in rare instances, hair grow grows inside recessed pouches in the mouths of hamsters. Some of these pouches contain single hairs, other thick bundles of colorless or pigmented hairs, reaching as high as the chewing surface of the teeth. Sometimes the tooth row was surrounded with a regular brush of hair, bundles on both sides. You see, if they modify the food, folks, and the DNA in the food, and you take the food, and your body hasn't been altered to suit this food, obviously, since you're supposedly the emperor of evolution, eating standardized food, non-GMO, then it's going to alter the tissue In your body, it certainly alters and inflames the stomachs of everyone who eats GMO food. That's why the antacids have blossomed, along with the allergies for all the spring, the anti-allergy pills. But uh, that's why all these antacids and acid reducers have blossomed, that even young people are taking it daily. Because of the stuff that we're getting now, never mind all the pesticides they put on it, because you can really dose the GMO stuff with about 10 times more potent pesticides. That's the real world. And it's not just big business making big money, it's much bigger than that. It's part of a world agenda, agreed at very high, in high places, well written about to depopulate, bring down the populations. But certainly sterilizing the, the, the males is a big, big part of it. And there's so many articles I've read over the years about that. I won't go into it tonight. But there's so much. I've got stuff here. I could read off it tonight, later stuff, but it's all the same stuff. All corroborating the previous documentation that's come out. Now, there's a caller on the line from uh, Virginia. Ben, are you there, Ben? Yes, I am. Yes um hi alan i am a big fan uh i just had two questions for you um the first one was um i've heard a lot about chemtrails you know from you and people like rumsfeld uh and i was just wondering how exactly do the elites avoid exposure from whatever is being sprayed if it's Mm -hmm. so pervasive you know yeah well i'll tell you most of the elites don't even travel uh, the way we travel in the open air they live in air-conditioned houses. That The halls he's speaking uh, to each other are air-conditioned and filtered, heavily filtered. Uh, so are the limos are driven in. But they also have uh, collation uh, techniques which uh, are available to them, which basically they can go in once a month and get a lot of this stuff sucked out of their body, quite simply. Uh, medicine is way ahead, again, of what they're going to give the public. You keep reading the articles where they have all this ability to extend life, uh, technology, and so on. Uh, even David Suzuki, who's a geneticist and who's attached to the UN and the World Wildlife Club and all that, loves animals. hates people. He calls them maggots, you know. Uh, but a great spokesman for the UN on depopulation said himself, we have the ability now to let a person live to 500 years if we so wish. Well, obviously, they're not going to give that to the general population. That also means that, that medicine, like all branches of science, are, are far more far way ahead than anything they'll tell the general public. Now, I did see um, one method of filtering the bloodstream is a portable unit. You wear it strapped to your forearm incredibly expensive, way beyond the reach of ordinary people, and literally uh, ev- every few hours it, it cleans the entire blood system of the particular contaminants. Now, this is, was obviously developed for warfare purposes, and, uh, and only the elite can afford this kind of stuff, but it does exist. For us, we were lucky to get renal dialysis, for God's sake, never mind com- complete blood um, uh, filtration. But it does exist for them. And th- remember, too, in the 90s, Uh, most countries in the Western world, Canada included, uh, Britain, uh, passed a law that all politicians, all bureaucrats and their families would be given special treatment, not the National Health Service treatment, but special treatment in top military hospitals. Why the hell do you think that would be? Well, self-preservation, of course. Um... Absolutely. And to get treatments that we must never even hear of. So I guess uh, with... um far as like they just totally avoid vaccinations and they only eat organic food and they don't use fluoride toothpaste and the bizarre preservatives and aspartame and all the rest i guess as well that's that's correct they, they when you get in amongst the elite you when you're pulled in there and uh once you get your ticket as they say you basically got a ticket for all uh, sources of these kind of foods uh your children will never ever get the inoculations that's dished out to the to the masses. And that's the deal, and that's why you're a very good uh, politician. You'll play the game, you'll you'll toe the line, as the Masons say, and uh, you you won't uh, cause upsets. You'll you'll lie to the public because you, your family, are guaranteed to have the top medical attention. And uh, in your private meetings, you'll all agree: yes, there are too many ordinary people now, uh, less evolved people that just have to die off. Yeah, they've all agreed on that. Mm, that's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Yeah. But but there you go. That's really how it is. Um, it's one reality for them, uh, and there's levels of them, the big them word, again, many levels of them. But uh, if you look at what the, the, how far they've advanced in bacterial warfare, for instance, in viral warfare, they can literally take a, a virus, a harmless virus, and weaponize it in one hour. One hour. They could do that at the end of World War II. And you think how far they've gone with all of that. And, of course, they had to bring all the big pharma companies on board since they already had the advanced laboratories. Why build laboratories just for, for warfare purposes, for viral and bacterial, if you already have them there? And why do you think there's such a cozy arrangement between big pharma and governments who guarantee to buy all their products? And mandate we get get shots for flus that don't even exist, and at the very least are harmless. People won't catch on. If you really think you're living in cotton wool land and people are there to take care of you, read the world meetings. I, I, I've got them all listed on my site. Go into the archive section. Look at all, and it's a PDF you have gotta go for. This stuff isn't printed in general media. All the top meetings at the councils and the Council on Foreign Relations, all the inter-NGO uh, governmental groups at the, at the United Nations, including the Department of, of Population Control, um, uh, sterility and all the rest of it often labelled under women's health you have to go into that to find out what it really means It's nothing but, nothing but depopulation techniques for the masses, that's what it's all about and they put it out in PDFs you get it through university access, go into the universities do your homework don't expect the general media to give you a truth on anything their job is to really pacify you keep you in la la land and to make you think that you've still got some kind of government that works for you. And anything that happens on a big scale, like the, the fake grounding of all the aircraft so they could have that NATO exercise, the media is there to, to tell you the lies as to why you can't fly from here to there. They won't tell you until after the fact that NATO had an exercise. And that's why they grounded. Nothing to do with a volcano. Even even the media told us it was an invisible cloud. Oh, it's a good one. That was a good one to dream up. they will swallow that. They've swallowed plenty before. That's how we're treated, folks. As stupid. And mind you are, a lot of people are, so worked on that they have become stupid. And hopefully there's a way to get you out of stupid land. Don't wait till that happens to you, just you. That's too late, then. But, as I say, the general population are kept in the dark like mushrooms. That's the nature of government. It was decided when they set up the United Nations that this a scientific and expert and academic elite should rule the world, and that governments by politicians and political activation just arguing for power amongst themselves was literally obsolete. You've been running under a scientific form of, of system where the scientists have more say over things than the politicians. The politicians now know their place. They know their job is to con the public. They've known that for many, many years. Now, another thing too is, remember, going to the history of the International Monetary Fund under the United Nations again and the World Bank. All it is are really the hard men, the collecting agencies for the world bankers. It was set up an awful long time ago to be uh, the international collection agency for the bankers at the Bretton Woods Agreement. And the founders of it said that eventually it it would take over the distribution of money across the world. Every country would be given so much cash via the, the, the UN and IMF, and you'd have to live within your budget. And they also wanted the right to go into national budgets, which they're doing now, such as Greece and others, they say, Spain might follow, and even Ireland, and probably all the rest of us, but they want the right to go into national budgets and take over national budgets. They want to be in control of every country's bookkeeping when it comes to money. That was the goal of the IMF when they set it up. Now this article here is from the Washington Post, April 24th, 2010. Again, it's given that sort of semi, they remember who they're talking down to, the general public, right? It says, in the lingo of the International Monetary Fund, the future of the world hinges on rebalancing and consolidation. Antiseptic words that would not seem to raise a fuss. Who doesn't want more balance in their life? Oh, that's nice, that's nice them treating us like stupid, eh? But the translation is a bit ruder, something in the order of suck it up, the party's over. To keep the global economy on track, people in the United States and the rest of the developed world need to work longer before retiring, pay higher taxes and expect less from uh, from government. Expect. When did you ever got anything from government? And the cheap imports lying on the shelves of mega chains such as Walmart and Target, they need to be more expensive. Remember I told you that they were training you out of the consumer society as you go down the tubes. And the rest of your money won't be spent on on buying little shiny plastic junk that breaks in no time from China. It will be, it will be paying fees and carbon taxes and so on because carbon is the new gold market, folks. The con of carbon is the new gold market and that's why they're pushed us from the very, very top. It says here, Again, remember the talk to children. That's the practical meaning of a series of policy papers and statements issued in recent days by the IMF officials who have a long history of stabilizing economies and solving global financial problems as they plot a course to keep the world economy growing and to re- reduce the risk of another great recession. Utter rubbish. Whenever they go in, they take over the books. They went into Britain, in fact, years ago when Thatcher was in. And they, the first thing they do is they slash your health care. They slash your pensions. They want the old folk to work longer without their pensions. They reduce the amount of your pension money, regardless of the initial deal that when you signed on. All this kind of stuff. You, the peasant, gets suckered again. That's their job. For the big international monetary lenders, the guys who really lend you checks so you can print up cash. What a con game. But wait till the carbon stuff gets empty, full gear. Back with more after this break. This is Alan Watson. We're cutting through the matrix. He's another thing too, to do with Healthcare and the way it's supposed to go as we go down this, this uh, uh, tighten-your-belt uh, system. And, uh, of course, it's a new system for healthcare, too, that depends on your social status to community. Britain's already had that for years, in fact. And they decide when you're in your you go to hospital if you get revived or not, or resuscitated or not, depending on your social status. And that's the brave new world we're talking about, and communitarianism or collectivism. For the UN, they love this kind of system. This article here is from CNS News. It's part of the new health freedom uh, you want to have in the United States and elsewhere, of course, I'm sure. Where you've already got, uh, you can't get doctors anymore in half the places, the poor areas. You get, uh, you get uh, specialized trained nurses that uh, just write out prescriptions, as far as I can tell. Uh, April the 26th, Monday, and this is, uh, as I say, from CB, uh, CNS News. Uh, it shows you Panasonic's new tough book, H1 blood pressure monitor, cardiovascular and wing scale device, specializations by Bluetooth, blah, 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 blah. As, and these are the devices that are going to get put out to you to work with your computer. The Senate Committee on Aging last week offered a preview of the government's future role in healthcare, showing how Americans will interact with doctors and other healthcare providers, other healthcare providers. And that's the important part. The demonstration offers a glimpse at an overlooked effect of healthcare reform. The effort, loosely called e-health or e-care, combines healthcare technology with 21st century internet connectivity. Sounds wonderful, eh? It will allow doctors to interact with their patients through innovations such as video chats, telephone health checkups, and home health monitoring systems that relay data over wireless internet connections for everyone to see. The development of the broadband network and health information technologies has the potential to truly transform healthcare and simultaneously enable better outcomes and lowering costs. Lowering costs is the main part that matters here. That's what it's really all about, said Senator Susan Collins. One of the new health technologies on display last Thursday was an automatic drug dispenser that can monitor and adjust medication doses wirelessly, allowing doctors to tailor doses of drugs such as insulin without having to schedule in-person visits with patients. I'd like to see that in action. They've already killed an awful lot of um, diabetics off with the drug pumps they brought into use. What we're talking about, folks, is using a device like this one, said Ron Wyden this uh, says as he displayed a small device it attaches to the patient's skin And is loaded with drugs that are administered In the exact way that the doctor prescribes them Wirelessly Imagine if they don't like you Or someone's got it in for you Or the, uh, the word from guys at the top Oh, I don't know The, the thing malfunctions Died a drug overdose that means that a doctor can vary the doses based on the information the doctor is receiving from the monitor. The patient does have to, doesn't have to go into the doctor and then the pharmacy to change his or her prescription, he said. The data recorded by such devices would be automatically uploaded to a patient's electronic health record, which could then be reviewed by a doctor from a computer or smartphone, allowing a doctor to monitor a sick patient in almost real time. That's the new healthcare, folks. That's the new healthcare. It'll be something like phone sex, you won't really know who's on the other end of the line. That's what it'll be like. And there'll be an awful lot of mistakes made. But that doesn't matter. This is the new freedom, it's a new society, and we've got to be austere in an age of austerity. From Hamish myself from Ontario, Canada, it's good night and your God or your gods go with you.